These explosives I made will bring the whole place down. As long as we place enough of them. Six explosive charges? How did you even make those? In my bathtub like everybody else. Now take your charges, Strange, and be careful. These things ain't cheap. Justice, grab a couple of D-cups. I mean, D-bombs. Damn it, I mean, here's your Badonka bombs. Justice rolled her eyes at Vincent and took her explosives. The interaction made Strange think of Claudette and how she would have reacted to that. She probably would have giggled and blushed. Maybe betray him a little bit. I wonder where she is now. Oh yeah, dead. The mine shaft was abandoned, but Justice lit their way with a torch. Although every jagged stone that covered the walls looked relatively the same, they were constantly moving downwards, like the quality of an overdone radio play. <sighs> Are you sure you know where you're going? Of course I know where I'm going. I used to spend every day and every night here. Do you have any idea how much coal dust is in my lungs? I've got like... Three years left tops. Strange struggled to keep up with Justice. His crippling fear of the dark always made him wet himself. And he was getting a little moist. Strange, why are you lagging behind? Keep up! Now listen, spurs on your boots are very shiny when the light catches them, and it's very distracting. It makes it hard for me to do my damn job. You're saying the way I dress affects your work performance? Strange, your pants are fully off! Well, I'll be damned. No wonder it's been so drafty around my nethers. As they talked, they walked. And as they walked, they talked. A faint buzzing could be heard far above them. And Strange had a mild panic attack, thinking it was bees. But as they neared closer and closer to their first destination, they could make out the undeniable sound of a voice echoing through the mines. Well, that's a man's voice. No, that's a Tron. Tron man. Let's go, dipshits. Vincent and Strange scrambled back to the light. I guess it's a reminder of the near toxic phrases going around. You're not going to get them unless you ask me really nicely. The sound of Mantron's voice was getting louder, and soon enough, they encountered a rudimentary speaker playing Mantron's voice. <sighs> no, I'm If he set up a PA system down here, it's safe to say he's got guards here too. We'll have to be careful not to alert them. A sudden ticking sound stopped Vincent in his tracks. Justice and Vincent slowly turned to look at Strange holding one of the explosives. The fuse lit as it counted down from ten. This'll show him. Bucket! Vincent and Justice bolted one way, diving for cover. Strange threw the explosive at what he thought was a spider but was really another explosive and ran down a separate passageway. An avalanche of stones and rubble cascaded down from the ceiling, blocking off Strange from Vincent and Justice. A faint alarm blared in the distance. Strange flailed back to a wall of rocks. Justice, Vincent, can you hear me? We're all right, Strange. I didn't ask if you were all right. I asked if you could hear me. My voice has been going, but whatever, I guess we can talk about you. Strange heard Justice rolling her eyes. Look, we can still do this, but the robots are coming. We gotta hurry. Justice and I will set the two western charges, you set the two eastern ones. It should still be enough force to bring the factory down. I don't know this place like you do. How will I know where to place them? Oh, you'll know. You'll know. Good luck, Strange. And hurry! Strange took off into the darkness, despite his fears and moistened thighs. There was a light at the end of the tunnel behind him, but he was scared he would die if he ran towards it. 
As Strange footsteps died away, Vincent turned to Justice. Wanna bang? Strange heard Justice roll her eyes once again. Okay, okay. Charges, charges. Where, where the fuck do I go? It might have been his panic, or the lack of light causing his eyes to see things that weren't there. But in the darkness, Strange could have sworn a shape was taking form. A snaky form. He started to hear a hiss. Strange, you look a little lost. Sergeant Slivers, thank God you're here. What do I do? Put on your pants. There's no time. The robots are coming and I need to set these charges. I need some advice. Mmm, preheat the oven to 375 degrees for the perfect lasagna. Well, that's incredibly useful and I'm gonna write that down for later. But I mean right now, what do I do? Listen, your best robo-buddies will show you the way. What? Are they down here? Slithers started to fade. Wait, no. Come back, Slithers. But it was too late. Strange sighed and continued onward, more puzzled than a jigsaw. He listened to the smooth, comforting tones of Mantron's voice over the PA. He could hear the clatter of robots behind him, in front of him, and above him. He stopped, listening. He recognized that voice. But from where? What did you have for lunch? A bolt salad? Of course. It was H4N5. Strange set the first charge on the ceiling and continued onwards. He knew what to listen for now. Several different robot voices could be heard right above him, but he was only listening for one. Soon enough, he heard it. I swore on my circuits I was hit by a bolt of lightning on my way to work today. Relieved, Strange set his second charge. All he had to do was wait for Vincent and Justice to place their charges, and Vincent would remotely detonate them. Strange headed deeper into the cavern, knowing he was moments away from entering the factory. All that was left to do was take care of Mantron and the future train.